All right, folks. So we're back again this week with another great topic. So with the weather's changing, I wanted to talk to you guys about winter or if you're not in New England, if you get, you know, if you're in an area where it gets kind of chilly or cold. Um, so a few things I want to go through is how to prevent the risk um, when it comes down to cold weather and also a few things you guys can do um, throughout the winter and those cold days to kind of help your dogs uh, along. And how's Archie in the winter? Uh, that... I know you're in Canada, so it's colder. Yeah, so we get more snow, but he's not too bad. He's like, uh, once he gets accustomed to it, like it probably takes like a couple of days or a week and then he won't lift his paws as much and then he's good to go. If it's like soft snow, he's usually pretty good. It's more mm -hmm. like old icy snow. Exactly. It's colder to touch, right? So, and then like mm -hmm. when it drops down to like, minus is in the fahrenheit and that sort of thing then it's like then it's usually that's when we limit his time out because yeah it's kind of it's too cold for him at that point right so exactly yeah. yep and we'll go through all that too and um, how to you know when it's when it's too cold for your dog so yeah. the first thing i, I kind of want to talk about let me just make sure i have everything in order here for you guys yeah. um is some things to cut prevention prevention so one thing i want to talk about is frostbite because that is a very real thing. So frostbite is essentially when um, it's too cold out and the warmth in your body goes, tries to, your, your body's trying to, you know, regulate itself with the warmth and the temperature. So it's actually taking the warmth and stuff, your blood's flowing from the extremities back into the body area. And so that's where the frostbite comes in um, with the paws and the tails and stuff because there's no circulation or anything Um coming into the dog and stuff like that. Again, um, not again, but it can be painful for the dog as well. Um, so you just want to make sure that if it's too cold out and, you know, it, it may, if it's too cold for you, it's probably too cold for the dog. So in that case, when it comes down to frostbite, just be mindful of the weather as well. Hypothermia, a very real thing with dogs. So if your dog's spending too much time in a cold or if it's wet out, if it's not even snowing, just that wetness alone can cause hypothermia. Um, some signs that you may see in your dog with that um, may be lethargy, um, depression, um, also a really good response to like stimuli and stuff may be lessened. So just overall, just depletion. Um, so with the weather being cold and stuff, just be on a lookout for that. Um, far as, um, dogs and the cold and things like that, some of the signs to kind of look for if your dog is too cold, it's some of the same signs that we go through. So if your dog seems, um, anxious, that's actually a sign of them being cold. Really? Um, if they're shivering, obviously signs of your dog being cold. So these are all the things you want to look for too when they're outside playing. Cause they, you know, ideally they're not sitting there shivering. They may, but also it's playing stuff. They could be going through these signs. You may not notice them. So again, with everything I talk about, the more you understand your dog's body language, um, the better. So if you can indicate and notice these, I uh, know the signs and symptoms of, you know, hypothermia, cold and stuff, you can start to notice it and take action um, sooner than later. Okay. So far as with Archie, do you do anything special to prepare him for the winter? Do you got use boots for him, the, the little um, wax paws? We His paws are generally too big for boots, unfortunately. So, uh, mm -hmm. but we have this like really nice soft wax that we'll put on beforehand. So that usually allows him to not pick up as many, much salt. And then like the, the dirt and that sort of thing doesn't stick to it. And yep. then sometimes we'll actually put it on when he comes back in too just to moisturize because we find with the salt and the dirt, it tends to dry out the pads. Yep. So that's a big thing. Yeah. 
And there you have it, folks. We're all done with the lives. Scott said it all. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he, you pretty much wrapped it up. But you, yeah. um, we're going to get to the pod. But as far as the temperature and everything, um, the rule of thumb, when you get up in the morning, you know how if you have a back door, the front door, open the door, which out your coat on. And if it's too cold for you, it's probably going to be too cold for the dog. Um, and with that being said, you can get your dog a coat and put your dog on a coat. And ideally, the coat should be a snug fit and only up to the neck um, at most, especially if it's going to be cold out. And I know we talked about before conditioning your dog to like things. I always talk to my clients about this. If you have a puppy earlier on, um, get your, get them used to wearing clothes or an equipment um, for us to harness and stuff earlier on. Don't try to throw it on them when they're like two and three years old. Obviously, you can condition them to like it, but the earlier you introduce your dogs to coats, sweaters, clothing and stuff, the better off they'll be along the line. Um, but with that being said, it doesn't mean that you can't start now. Um, if, you know, you you know, uh, I know I deal with a lot of clients who are runners, hikers and stuff like that. So just grab your dog a coat and you can take them on with you. Um, far as the time of day to go out with your dog, um, early in the morning, late at in the evenings, ideally colder. So you want to wait till the sun's out where it's a little bit warmer than um, not, and then take your dog out then. Um, you could do some freaky with them, some type of things to get their blood circulated and chase, catch, fetch, and all that stuff out in the backyard just to get their blood circulating and move in to get them a little bit warmer. Do you do anything different with Archie? Um, he tends to walk more like than in the summer. So Mm-hmm. longer walks um we don't usually put a coat on him but we usually let his hair grow out a little bit longer during the winter so we won't shave yep. it down close and that sort of thing um not a ton just because he's a larger dog and he tends to and his coat is pretty thick he's a, has a double coat at work yes because he's a sheep doodle so um mm-hmm. he's not too bad we don't we haven't put coats on him for winter we have a rain jacket but that's about it we and I know, like, even with, I had a past dog and the booties was always the challenge was like, will they keep the booties Putting on? Putting them on. Exactly. Exactly. Get them on. Will they stay on? So. Yep. Yep. That's and piggybacking off for the amount of time um, outdoors um, in the winter, you want to limit exposure to um, outdoor with your dogs. But again, if you know that your dog, you know, you know the signs and symptoms, just like it seems like, even though you take more walks in the winter with Archie, if yeah. Archie's okay with that, he's not showing any signs and symptoms, then continue on with it. But ideally, if your dog is too cold or you notice that, you know, it's too cold for you outside, you just want to limit um, the time out. And like I said, rule of thumb, go stand at your door in the morning. If it's too cold for you, it's probably going to be too cold for a dog. Next thing, cozy bedding. Just like when we go to bed, we like to be snuggle and warm. Uh, Get your dog some cozy bedding, cozy um, comforters, blankets, and make sure they're warm. Ideally, you don't want them to lay on the cold floor just as we wouldn't lay on a cold floor just because it's cold. Uh, So if you have a towel floor, just give them something um, warmer to lay on or a different type of bedding. Also, reminders, dog will try to seek um, warm places to keep warm. So if you have a fireplace, be aware. Um, they may try to go up to that. If you have space heaters, I know my dog likes to go near mine, so I always have to make sure I'm monitoring them. So you want to always make sure that you pet-proof your house, but then when winter comes, make sure you provide a little bit more pet-proofing uh, when it comes down to heaters, if you're pulling out any extra stuff that the dog may, um, that may be a danger to the dog. Do you guys use any of that with Archie? You guys just turn up the heat and like, let's go. <laughs> we don't turn up the heat too much, but like he's uh-huh. got it in bed and then so you can do that. And we tend to let him sleep in our bed. So like, or the end of the bed. So I've noticed yep. over the past couple of weeks as it's gotten colder, 
he's been been on the bed more often or he's been on his own bed more often um yeah. but yeah we don't he used to like in the summer he'll sleep on the floor near the window so he can get more of a draft in the night exactly yeah. I, noticed, I noticed like especially like say like the last week and a half he's definitely been more um just more on the bed and more in his bed more like curled more tucked together type of thing They'll spread out sometimes on the bed, but you can tell he's looking for the warm spots and everything. Yep, so. exactly. So just making sure he has, you know, good, you know, bedding and stuff. Another thing that I know, you know, some folks may not think about is how much you're feeding your dog in the winter. Sure. Just like, you know, I mean, depending on your lifestyle, I know myself, I'm more sedentary year round, but in the winter, I'm really just like, besides dog training, I'm talking about my personal time. I'm a great dog yeah. trainer. But um, <laughs> yeah, so you want to make sure that you're not overfeeding your dog. Um, because you have to remember, if you're not taking them out as much, they don't need to. They're not going to be able to work that off. So That's just true. make sure you're keeping an eye out on their weight, uh, which you're feeding them, and that they're not putting on the extra pounds throughout the winter, like some of us do, including myself. But that's yeah. a whole other story. Also, making sure they stay hydrated. When um, in the winter, um, you tend to dry out more, so just making sure they have fresh water available. Grooming is very important, believe it or not. Um, certain dogs, like you said, they have that additional coat because. Um, Oh, I know for uh, for instance, the Alaskan shed dog, sled dogs or dogs that sled, um, they have like the protective extra coat on them that keeps yeah. them warm. So some dogs do, so that's great. But also you have to be able to um, comb through that. Like if it's cold, you have those icicles and stuff like that. Yeah. And with the first force, you want to make sure that everything's all, you know, groomed. There is no um places where they're not getting heat coming in um to keep them warm and stuff like that yeah that- especially if it gets like wet i find is that would they get the snow clumps and then when those when you take those off like a lot of times we'll use like a bucket of like lukewarm water and that'll melt the snow yes. but then yes. you really have to dry and like comb out the hair so it doesn't start matting because if you let the wet hair dry out it's going to start to mat right so and that's what i was going to talk about next <laughs> the part here um, with the ice and stuff and people salt in their driveways, you don't want your dog to come home and start licking their paws, trying to get that stuff off. So like Scott said, you can like soak it in some warm water or you can go through and help your dog um, pick them off. But again, you can't put on boots um, if your dog wants to wear those or if they're cool wearing the boots. Um, but also they do have some sort of paw wax that you can put on the um, palm of your dog's paw. Um, so that's like a protective barrier when they're walking on the ground and stuff like that. Um also, just make sure that um, your dog is comfortable with the outside. Try to avoid salted surfaces if you can. Um, just, you know, same thing, pet safety. Because people are doing snow removal and things like that. So you just sure. want to make sure um, that yeah, they are watching out for that. Everything right, so. Yep. And yeah. also, be careful where your dogs are playing. Um, especially if there's an unfamiliar spot, um, you don't want to have your dog go play on a pond that's iced over or that's snowed over or um, digging in a place where there's some toxic chemicals and stuff. So ideally in a wintertime, try to stick to places you know, but if it's not a place that you know, just make sure you're checking it out before you allow your dog um, to play. That's so true. There's a spot near us where it's like the mm-hmm. before it snowed, we saw like shattered glass there and someone had like shifted into the grass. So we always avoid that. But now, the snow has covered the whole thing, so you don't even know what's there. So you have to just be, we remember, but like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, everything's covered now. So it's so much more just it's, pay attention where things are at and maybe test and walk around it on your own too as well. So Exactly. And and going back to the snow removal and stuff, um, one thing that you definitely want your dog to avoid is any exposure to antifreeze or yeah. if you have it in your garage. Because believe it or not, we wouldn't know this because it's toxic to us as well, but it's sweet to dogs. 
And so they kind of gravitate towards it. So if you have antifreeze around or if you're walking by a car, you see some leaking, just make sure that you're definitely avoiding that when it comes down to um, uh, the winter and your dogs. Um, big thing, never leave your dog unattended, um, no matter the season, but definitely in the winter time um, when it's colder out, just because easily they can get hypothermia and just make sure, even if your car is running, just try not to leave them unattended and bring them with you. Um, <clears throat> And one uh, good point too, senior dogs, special care, just like if you have any type of health conditions. I know um, I have some family members and friends who suffer from arthritis. Dogs are no different if they have arthritis or any type of medical conditions. The cold weather can increase that as well. So just make sure that you're looking for the signs and symptoms with your dog of any type of um, discomfort pain and stuff when it comes down to the seniors and stuff like that. But overall, with all these tips, I hope you guys are actually prepared for the winter. You guys got some ideas how to protect your dog for the winter. Um, and Scott, I know you guys need to work on it. Did you got, did you gain any more um, useful tips for Archie? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Some good stuff there. Thinking about like grooming and just like keeping an eye on him when we're out and about type of thing. Right. And also like looking yep. for the science. Is it too cold? Is he raising his paw? Like, what to keep an eye out and also you know the the heat the where they sleep is always uh, you know that's a really great tip as well and just mm -hmm. keep, uh, maybe give them some more blankets on their bed if they're like more if it's more of a basic bed maybe throw the uh, throw or some old towels there so they can sort of curl up and make more of a nest and so a lot of really helpful tips and especially uh watch out for that antifreeze because definitely sweet and you know dogs yep. they don't know any better right so like yep. You got to, we got to look out for them to help them out for sure. So Exactly. And also to piggyback before we go, because I know yeah. Scott, where he lives is 10 times colder where I live over in New England. I thought New England was cold, but when he started talking about negatives, 20s and 30s. So also keep in, um, Keep in, um, keep in the back of your mind where you live too. If your dog is already in an environment where it's already negative something, they're probably already used to cold weather. But again, just look out for the signs. That's yeah. all. Uh, but with that being said, I hope you guys gained some more great tips. And we, got, we will catch you guys next week with another great topic in live. Looking forward to it. See you guys next week. <laughs>